Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're a 415er. 415er. You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Two times a week here in the offseason, as always, that's Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. Mark, my man, how are you? I'm doing well, Evan. We just got uh, done watching the uh, NCAA Men's Championship game. UConn, the Huskies, come out on top. I know that was a, a tough one for you. You were riding with the underdog, the Aztecs of San Diego State. So my condolences to you. Uh, but I, I'm doing all right, all things considered, on this uh, Monday evening as we recorded, Evan. Yeah, no, I'm pretty used to eating top ramen, so it looks like that's the way that things are going to be looking uh, <laughs> dietary-wise for the next few weeks because it's one of the few big plays I have, Mark. Look, as, as I said at the beginning of the month of March to all of our loyal listeners out there, uh, I am, I'm a man of uh, of honor. I have, I have a code, and my code is that <laughs> I gamble only in the month of March, and it is and- April the 3rd. Yeah, I was going to say, so, and for the first few days of April. Well, yeah. As long as the, the national championship is still <laughs> relevant, I and my gambling habits are still relevant. So I threw it all on San Diego State. If you asked me who was going to win the game before, I would have told you UConn. But Mark, I mean, who who plays the favorites when you play the ponies? You go for it all, you lose it all, <laughs> and that's just the way you have to live your life. Yeah, hey, I mean, high risk, high reward. That's how you go. That's how you roll. We we can tell. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it worked for you getting to this point. I mean, I you had yourself a pretty good march altogether, and then you know you put all the winnings together and, and risked it 
one final time and it didn't pay out for you. But uh, you had, I mean, you had a, you had a maybe a positive record. Uh, but the last game, the last game hurt you big time. T- TBD on the record, but I do <laughs> like my dogs, and the Aztecs were ultimate underdogs. Uh, my mom went to San Diego State, so that was my sort of my, my reasoning behind you know all right why why to push my chips all in at the front of the table and throw <laughs> it on Aztec red or or black I guess in this case but uh, yeah unfortunately did not did not go my way uh, but what is going Brock Purdy's way is good news because for the first time this off season since he had his surgery he was able to give a, a public statement at one of the Fox sports uh, local affiliates in Arizona, of course, where he hails from and essentially saying everything is, is looking good there, Mark. And you know, the protocol is that you start throwing it three months and then it all depends on how your therapy and your range of motion, everything goes up from that point, but uh, everything is going as planned quote unquote, according to Brock Purdy. So, even though my bets are not going as planned, Brock Purdy's elbow is, and that's really all that matters for the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, everything that they've done and, and told you this off season um, seems to rest with Brock Purdy. So no really major update, but, but no, no bad news either. Uh, no news is, is good news essentially. And, and that's the case here for Brock Purdy. Um, I mean, you remember what Kyle Shanahan said last week, and and we've talked about this at the the annual owners meetings. Basically, when asked about Brock Purdy, he said, you know, check back in June. We'll have a better idea then. Um, so this is the first we've heard Brock Purdy really speak publicly about his injury. Uh, he said before he starts throwing, you know, at that three-month mark, which we've thrown around a lot, uh, he said there's still more things he has to check off, more boxes to check off, but that's still the plan. Um, so the good news essentially is we don't have bad news yet. We don't really have good news, just the lack of bad news. And I guess, you know, in a vacuum itself there, that that is good news. So, yeah, I get, we got to check back in. We got, we'll keep monitoring it. We'll We'll check in every couple of weeks with, you know, Brock Purdy every time there is some sort of update here. Um, but the latest is he seems at least on track. It, it's still so early in the process. It's hard to exactly keep track of it. Um, but it does seem like there's nothing um, majorly wrong in the process just yet. Yeah, look, we'll dig into some other 49ers quarterback-centric news or rumors that were floating around this week, as well as some ownership talk with Jed York, who had some interesting statements this week as well. But th- this isn't necessarily significant. It's not like you can have a major full-blown takeaway from Brock Purdy saying everything is according, going <laughs> according to plan. But it is, in my opinion, Mark, this is kind of the way I'm looking at uh, Brock Purdy's timeline is, in my mind, I have it set, and it's based on what John Lynch has said, it's based on what Kyle Shanahan has said, and it's based on the actions from last season that we've discussed ad nauseum about how they treated Brock Purdy compared to Trey Lance and now how they appear to be treating potentially Sam Darnold. Brock Purdy, in my mind, is going to be the starting quarterback whenever he is healthy. And so at each point, he affirms that he continues to be on that track. In my mind, that is worth discussing because he is going to be eventually under center and you want that signal caller the same guy who took you to a nearly uh you know nearly the super bowl last year um and so to hear brock purdy at the very least you know come out and speak publicly uh, i think it also shows confidence from his camp because he wouldn't be doing that he wouldn't be speaking publicly if they didn't feel that presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports 
With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I agree with you. Uh, it actually reminds me of a situation with the Golden State Warriors last year. Um, and I, I know, you know, you and I both work at 95.7 The Game, obviously. And I know this has been a talking point on a number of different shows. But last year, leading into the postseason, Evan, the show that you work on, Steiny and Guru, were out at Chase Center and Steph Curry came on with the guys. And, and you remember what the situation was at the end of the regular season. Uh, Steph Curry missed, what, the final 15 or 20 games, something like that. Um, but before he returned to the court, did an interview, you know, on the flagship radio station, 95-7 the game, and didn't confirm that he was going to play game one against the Denver Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs. But the takeaway essentially is, okay, the Warriors aren't going to put him out in public and have him do that interview if they don't feel confident in his recovery and that he's at the very least going to be available soon. And so maybe it's 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 not the the exact perfect comparison because again Brock Purdy is so early in this process but it it does seem like Evan you're right the Niners would have put in the would have put the kibosh on this thing if they were worried if there was some bad sign the Niners certainly signed off on this appearance I would imagine Purdy didn't spring an autumn they had to find out when they saw the tweets about it um so I'm with you if there was anything bad anything that not, that the Niners were trying to hide uh, they wouldn't have, have let this appearance happen. Yeah, I also think, look, you know, while we're talking about local radio, I did think it was kind of cool that Brock Purdy's first interview, I know that he, um, along with other 49ers, had kind of spoken to, to some bigger names in the offseason before, but post-surgery, Brock Purdy is talking to his local affiliate in Arizona. I, I believe Phoenix uh, is the Fox Sports yeah. radio station that he spoke with. But I did think that was also kind of cool. And I know Brock Purdy is, you know, a guy that, um, at least to my knowledge, believes that, you know, everything should be done kind of the right way. But he isn't he doesn't necessarily carry that holier than thou vibe, at least from what I've seen so far. He's the ultimate underdog still at this point, I'm sure, in his own mind, even though he may not be treated as next year. So I thought it was it was just kind of a cool gesture to see him hop on with them as opposed to going to, you know, Jim Rome or Colin Cowherd or, or some, you know, bigger named radio affiliate, which he certainly could have done. And the 49ers, I'm sure, could have asked him to do. Uh, but instead, he, he decided to kind of throw a bone to the hometown boys. And I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, hey, and it's it's uh, some of the uh, I don't know, maybe the one of the more fun stories that the Phoenix area might have for a while. It's Brock Purdy because the uh, we all know what's going on with the Cardinals right now, and it's not pretty. Well, they so, they, uh, they do have a basketball team that has championship aspirations, but that's true. But in in terms of football, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they, they do not have a lack of things to talk about. That's for sure. But oh but yeah. yeah, well, but everything with the Cardinals. If there is something to talk about, it generally isn't going too well, especially as it pertains to their own quarterback. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with Kyler Murray out for the next season, probably the entire season with that torn ACL and all the vacancies now on the coaching staff and in the front office with the firing sale they're going through. So uh, they are in a bit of a mess. Um, the Niners hope that they're not in a mess. And, you know, this this appearance for Brock Purdy maybe signals that the things are are going well. So. Uh, again, good news for the 49ers. It seems like we still don't know all that much, but the way that the Niners, Evan, are talking about Brock Purdy, and we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, everything that they're saying 
and everything that they're doing, I think more important, their actions, everything that they're doing suggest Brock Purdy is their guy. You pair that, their confidence in him, what they're openly saying about him, their actions when it comes to Trey Lance, and, and now this appearance, it does seem like things are on the right track. And, you know, again, we've talked about the timeline and, and you could kind of get carried away and say, well, if, if one thing goes wrong, maybe he misses a whole month. Um, but it, it does seem, based on everything the Niners are doing, um, that they're at least relatively confident that Purdy is, is not going to miss that much time. Again, it's really early. It's hard to exactly tell. But kind of the, the, the line I think about is under promise, over deliver. And I, I don't think the Niners would be taking some of the th- doing some of the things that they have done or that they've said if they weren't confident that it wasn't going to be an extended absence for Purdy. Uh, 